You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happiness Hub podcast. You might realise that I'm not Kedron uh, today. <laughs> She's on her holidays. Got me as a guest host. My name is Benjamin Stubbs. I'm a mindset coach. I'm currently also part of the Happiness Hub Happy Appy. So it made absolute sense that I hosted this episode while Keds is in the lakes, I think. But hope you are okay. If you are listening to the podcast externally from the app, hope you are well and having a nice week. And if you are in the app, we really hope you're enjoying the app and sticking with it. Um, so my guest today, I would, I would like to say... Um, I don't think you'll know her, but I think everyone will know her because everyone knows this lovely lady. It's busy Lizzie Parkin. How are we, Liz? <laughs> Hi, Ben. I'm very well. Thank you very much. Everyone, everyone says, oh, yeah, Liz Parkin. We know her. <laughs> so <laughs> it oh, makes a guest slash expert to uh, talk about this this week on the Happy Happy, which is giving and connection. So I think of all people that I know locally, you're one of the people that give back to the community so much. So I think it's a kind of honour that you're doing this week. So no pressure, eh? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, thank you, Ben. <laughs> it feels weird, actually, because like normally this is this is me and Ked's hosting this. So now I'm being interviewed by you. No, I'm looking forward to it because I think you've done interviewed so many people again because you're giving back from your days at Redshift Radio when you set up to help bring commun- the community together um, to the Happiness Hub, to the Nantwich Buddies. I don't even know where to start with you because there's so much you give back. So we'll come on to, if you're listening through the app and and the kind of ta- tasks for this week, etc., we'll come on to that towards the end of the podcast. So I really want to ask you um, about that you're kind of, love for the community so we'll just pause the giving and connection side of the um, podcast to one side I want to know a little bit more about you really and and know that when I say you're not a local girl you are really (laughs) Um, (laughs) but you weren't born locally were you where did you originally come from for people that think I'm a southerner I was born in well I was born in Wimbledon I grew up in Kingston upon Thames and I arrived in Nantwich on a very wet Sunday in 2008. So I've been up here 12 years. And I say a wet Sunday because it was quite, um, it was quite funny my my arrival in Nantwich really. I, I stood in the town centre having uh, my sister and brother-in-law put an offering on a house in Nantwich and I was gonna move to Chester. I thought, oh, I'm, I'm single and self-employed. I'm gonna go and go into a bigger, bigger town, bigger city. And uh, I was interested in going to Chester because ultimately my sister and I were quite keen to move up up north away from London and closer to Anglesey which was very much our spiritual home should we say all our holidays were spent in Anglesey um so I like the idea of being closer to North Wales and, and family over there and the North Wales coastline and everything um but I knew there wasn't a cat in hell's chance of me learning to speak Welsh uh, I was teaching and running my own business at the time so I thought I'd better stick to the the English side of the border but Chester did appeal and I actually had an offer on an apartment in Chester and was all set to move there. And on, on the Sunday, um, I was driving back along the uh, uh, 59 and, uh, sorry, 49. And the, I, was tra- I was stuck behind a tractor and it, not that I was particularly bothered, but it did occur to me that because I was still going to be commuting and had clients, you know, down south, 
this was adding quite a lot of time to my journey and I couldn't get in front of this pesky tractor. So mm. I thought, well, I'll, I'll pull off here and, and see what, do a drive-by because Poppy and Damien had put an offering on a house by this time in Nantwich. They were still down in London, put an offering on a house. I thought, I'll just go and see what it looks like. And I remember driving into Nantwich and seeing the sign for a floral market town, thinking, hmm, that means old buildings and flowers. So I'm probably going to quite like Nantwich. And I pulled up in the um, the Love Lane car park and walked through, looked, walked through Coco Yard, came out by the stocks. And I thought, this is nice. And I stood in this town centre looking up at the beautiful black and white building that's the Nantwich bookshop. And rain was hammering down and there wasn't a single shop open. And I remember thinking, this is where I want to be. This, this is where I want to be. It was, I remember thinking also, it's so different to Kingston because Kingston on a Sunday was, was shopping day. You used to go to the Bentall Centre, used to go out with friends, you know, it was just so different. And I just thought, this is where I, I want to be. So I ended up um, staying the night in uh, a pub in Nantwich, um, went house hunting the next day and then pulled out on my offer of the apartment in Chester. And, and that was basically it. That's how I decided to, to live here. Um, so, yeah. Well, um, we are glad you're here. And so many years later, is it 13 years? 12 years this year. Yeah. February 2008, I moved here. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's um, it's really is. It's become it's become more than home to me. I don't feel like, you know, I certainly would never go anywhere else. Um, I actually got involved with volunteering because I was very aware that I, you know, I was single. I was self-employed. I needed to meet people. Um, and um, I saw a sign for some volunteering for a, a charity called Cheshire Night Stop um, in the Morrison's um notice board so I did that I got involved with that charity um for a bit and then uh, yeah got involved with some other organizations and and that's it the rest is history it's funny that you I hate saying not local because you are like you know the everyone knows you so you definitely you know and it's because of obviously networking and giving stuff back it's not just you chatting about being gossiping it's about you being involved with the community and and so you've done a lot of things and, and I know we, I could chat about your life all day because I want to know lots more. Um, <laughs> um, but we've only got 30 minutes and I'm sure Kedrin want to keep it to pace. So um, we want to talk about your volunteering because obviously the volunteering that you've done and you've also set up Redshift. And you've also been involved with helping other people. What you said you joined originally to meet people to, you know, but did you realise how much benefit you would get from giving back? Did you? Did you, when you started to give, you know, because you originally said you did it to meet people and get back in the community, but did you ever realise the benefits you'd get and, and what are they that you've got from doing volunteer work or voluntary work? Um, no, I think at the beginning, I mean, I, I'm try, I do often try and think back, what was life like back in Kingston? And I was part of organisations, but I don't really think I did. I certainly didn't do as much in the community as I do now. Um and I don't think at the time, I, I know I consciously remember having that thought, I'm single, I'm self-employed, I need to get out there and I need to put my big girl pants on and, and go out and meet people and, and be brave and, and um, join some clubs and, and stuff. And I was very fortunate, actually, because I, I fell in with a group of people from the um, Nantwich, Korean Nantwich Rugby Club 
um, at the good old boot and shoe. Got to mention the boot and shoe. Um, that was my my regular uh, hangout when I once I met my little cohort of friends who were all wags of various rugby players, <laughs> and um, so that really cemented my friendship circle. And 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 we're known as the RBs. Um, and Keds is one of the RBs, and uh, I, I I might tell you later what the RBs mean. Um, but um, we we are a group of six friends that have become really really close and have remained really really close over the twelve years. Uh, but I was chatting and hanging out with the the lads that play rugby, and they presented a show on the cat. And one of the one of the lads, Tomo, I remember him saying, "Oh, you know, why don't you come and help us with the with the." come and do he didn't I wasn't talking about a show at the time I wasn't talking about presenting radio or anything like that I wasn't interested in the least bit in, in presenting but he did ask if I would use my marketing skills to um help with the relaunch of the cat so I went along to a meeting um I listened to what was going on the cat hadn't been going uh, had a, a sort of um hiatus period for for probably I think it was a year or two years and I just offered my my support as a volunteer to do the marketing and I really got very, very involved with them and being self-employed at the time, I was able to be quite flexible with my time. And I quickly ended up spending like 30 hours a week doing volunteer stuff um, rather than, you know, working. I was fitting in my contracts around that, obviously, because I had to pay, pay the bills. But what that did for me was get me out into the community. It got me into a networking organization. I was then asked to run that networking organization. And I guess, um, I suppose one of my, uh, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. I think I, I see opportunity, which is which in everything. I see opportunity in everything, which is, which is good and bad because sometimes I don't keep my mouth shut and I go, yeah, how about this? Or, oh, I can help you with that. Or have you thought about this? And then, <laughs> and that's great because that's how things grow and progress. But sometimes I then have to have a word myself and think, oh, hang on now, Lizzie, what's this going to mean for me? And, you know, how much time is this going to take me and um what what might be the fallout from this you know the idea idea normally i just crack on but um meeting lots of different people in, in across the community businesses charities i was also supply teaching so i'm a qualified teacher so i was going into schools so i was starting very quickly to see those links between different sectors of our community form you know i knew that there was a particular business that wanted to work with schools and I and I and I recognized I worked with a I did I had a contract with the um the UK triathlon race series to launch the first kids triathlon and that was great because that was a business I was going into schools I was using my education background I was using my marketing skills I was bringing businesses in to sponsor it you know and there were some businesses and, and, and members of that UK triathlon team and, and people that I met who are still friends now and still business associates now so it was great to see um, that, that the way I thought, my thought processes were, were, were able to be utilized really. Um, and if somebody was struggling or if somebody, I don't know, needed, needed a hand with something, I thought, I know somebody that can help you. I'll put you in touch with them. Um, and that's kind of how the whole networking side of things really began. I have to say also, I, I really feel one of the reasons I think I love Nantwich so much is because it's a town with a strong identity and whereas you know I lived in brought up in Surbiton I lived in 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 uh, Hampton Court then I moved to Walton you've got New Morgan, all these towns that, that just are all merged together nothing's got an identity of its own down south and we were part of Surrey we were part of Greater London um 
very transient population, people coming and going at commuter belt. And, and I absolutely love that Nantwich, albeit, yes, it is growing, um, is has a really nice, strong identity and a, and a fantastic community, really has got a great community anyway. So, What's lovely to hear is all the things you did for the community, like you said, you, you na that's naturally you. Like, you know, that you've linked that person, that person does this. You're naturally, I think your nickname was Busy Lizzie, wasn't it? Because you're always, you, you know, you're always meeting. That's part of your personality, which is great. What's interesting as well is reading between the lines is the benefits you've got from this. And yeah. it's not that you did it for that. In some ways, it's like a win-win. And that's what yeah. the kind of the specialness of this week on the, on the Happy Happy is that the idea of, you know, giving a bit back, you actually get some as well and you build them connections i think a lot of times we because i did the same i came back just a quick well, for me that's when i me and liz met um at redshift radio because i'd worked abroad for many years worked down south for many years come back up and a lot of my friends had married some had moved away and i was starting from a fresh really a lot of them had kids and just couldn't do what they used to do so i did the same thing i joined um i met uh, i went to local uh, redshift and i met yourself and gav had set redshift up and and started volunteering there, doing presenting, doing things for the community as well. And, and I did it on some level from a selfish point of view to get myself out there as well. Not selfish, but I wanted to mm -hmm. do that. But from that, it was so satisfying to do the community projects, to help mm -hmm. out, to do this. Um, so that's why I want to kind of quickly say that I, I kind of met with you and it's something that it, it gave me a lot of benefit. Mm -hmm. So actually, I feel like I was doing giving something back. I also felt like I was getting something and what I was getting was friendship connections. I mean, yeah. between your line, right, between, between your lines, obviously you met the girls, the, the rugby club wives and they become friends from mm. you giving something back to community. Um, so it's really lovely to see that it's been win-win for you. You've, you've kind of yeah. done something you love, thrived on it, met your husband obviously through it yeah. on some level. Who is, um, who is an official dabber? <laughs> Yeah, his official dabber. Um, so you've married him to the dabbers. Um, but like, you know, that so you can see that this is kind of the theme of this is to give people the kind of, not yeah. to the guilt trip in, into doing volunteer work or anything like that, no. but just the idea of actually sometimes giving back is is, is very satisfying for the soul. And I think sometimes we, we forget that in the sense mm. of, um, it, you know, we just forget how satisfying it is to help another person. Because I think in some ways um, we Sometimes we give ourselves too much to people and they take advantage. And that isn't the same as this. Sometimes we, we do need boundaries to say no, mm. no personal boundaries. But actually, when you feel like you've got a bit of time and you've got a bit of energy, and, and especially from going on from Kedrin's week of self-care when she talked about a, a cup being full, yeah. when your cup is full and you've got time, mm. then it's lovely to give something back. Because one thing you did recently was during COVID was set up the Nantwich Buddies. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about how that worked and then and 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 how that kind of expanded. Yeah, um, the Nantwich Buddies was an accident, much like Redshift Radio was an accident as well. Um, it became very apparent. Well, Nantwich, Redshift was was migrating from being a broadcasting live output online radio station to being a podcast network. So we had a bit of a, um, we had a sort of two and a half month closure period where we were retraining all our podcasters ready for a big launch at the end of April, um, middle of April. So uh as you can imagine uh, everything hit the fan um on the 23rd of march and i just thought well we aren't going to relaunch and we're not going to get all our business sponsors and community members down to down to the studio so we need to do something else but i, I very mindful that 
this COVID thing was such a massive, crazy, weird thing. And I remember feeling so anxious and just, oh God, this is, what's it going to be like? So I was hearing more and more about people needing to shield and needing to isolate. And I was thinking, well, what about all these people that don't have family members around here? What about the people that can't go to the shops because they're now shielding? And I kind of decided to park the whole podcasting thing and, and move my attention to helping make sure that our community were supported and I really didn't expect it to turn into what it has done and I really didn't expect the 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 level of support from from other people I started off by just saying to a few friends um and putting a few messages out on Facebook look anybody want to help you know there are some people I know that need need support and that kind of well basically very very quickly grew in in the space of about a fortnight to 40 people that were all friends and acquaintances there were quite a few from the rotary club that i used to be a member of uh, nantwich crew nantwich um sorry white malbank rotary club um at some red shifters and like yourself you came back and you came all the way over from audley to to be a volunteer in nantwich as well and um so we very it made quickly- more sense because i knew the streets of nantwich a lot better <laughs> so if someone asked me to go and pick up prescriptions in in stoke i'd be like i don't know where i am <laughs> Oh, it just made more sense for you and but but basically what happened was we we then very very quickly aligned ourselves with a lovely lovely lady who i've mentioned before on this this podcast deb lindop works for cheshire she's employed by as a community um connector really it's her her role and she looks after nantwich so spoke to deb they set up cheshire set up people helping people as their network and their their kind of response to covid and so we were then um, within probably, I don't know, 10 days of well, less than that, even 10 days, five days of lockdown, we were actually being given clients, for want of a better word, we were being given clients by people helping people. So Deb would send us a, send me a, a little outline of who needed help. And I would pass that on to the group. And as you know, Ben, we, we ran it all through yeah. WhatsApp. It was lots of lots of messages. And it just it just grew and grew from there, really. And so what I thought would be probably um, a few weeks then became three months as, as, as obviously COVID progressed. And then as we came out the first lockdown, I didn't really think about stopping it. I just thought, oh, well, you know, everybody's made friends with their clients. I've made friends with my lovely two clients and, and I'll carry on seeing them and I'll always be around for them. So I just thought, well, I won't actually do a lot more to progress the buddies. Oh, by this time, Joe Grubb, who's one of our volunteers at Redshift, she came up with the name Nantwich Buddies, by the way. All credit to Joe uh, from hmm. JG Creative. And um, and so it was then Deb, the conversation with Deb Lindop saying, look, actually, Cheshire East would really like you to carry this on and we want to support you to carry it on because we don't want you to lose. We, we don't want you to lose the support that you're giving the community, but we also don't want to lose... The volunteers because for Cheshire East to have this pool of volunteers is just amazing and so yeah. people helping people have done a lot working with the organization um CSAP social action part community partnership um done a lot to retain the volunteers so we were asked to become a volunteer coordination point of VCP and we were given a grant um that was to enable us to carry on for a further six months which allowed us to employ Kedrin as our volunteer coordinator and because also I'm working full time and, and I didn't really well, I didn't want to carry it on but I just thought oh, I can't I can't carry on to the capacity that I am doing that's just crazy um so yeah that's that's how Nantwich Buddies then kind of formed as a more 
um, what's the word, more, more defined and perhaps sustainable organisation. And we've now just received our second grant to carry on for another six months. Um, Red Row Homes gave us a grant to build a website and Nantwich Town Council gave us a grant and Nantwich Food, um, Nantwich Food and Drink Festival gave us a grant to buy the high-vis vests um, that we go out and do our duties in. Um, so there's been a tremendous amount of support from the community for Nantwich Buddies. Well, firstly, this is what I'm said about how inspirational you are. These are things that you've done and started and and there's people like me that did volunteer but that's through the kind of hard work that you've set it up um and and personally i got a lot of benefit from it i i met i had a few clients say customers um and it felt very satisfying to give something back and i i met one especially who i've come very close to who was a tough old bird her own words um and wouldn't take you know no friend is she was tough and she told me straight sometimes about the if, the, if I'd bought the wrong thing or, you know, I did. Um, she wanted one thing from here and two things from Morrison's and one thing from Aldi and I'll queue it up and queue it up. Um, and yeah, and, and it was just so beneficial. So the thing is, I don't, you know, the idea of this week on the app was to be, you know, giving and connection. And I, w- I wanted to really ask you about the, your history just to show the things that you've done really and why you were the perfect person to talk about this week because you've seen the benefits of giving something back. You've seen the, the feeling of connection. Because I think sometimes um, we forget that, that we forget that we what all we a lot of us want is connection with people. And sometimes it takes that little bit of kind of, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone. Like even though I'm quite outgoing and quite comfortable chatting to people, but even when I joined Redshift and joined the volunteering, I was still nervous because it was something really alien to me in some way, because you're still being a bit vulnerable. You're still putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So the idea of doing it this week in, in the app is to kind of talk about the idea of, of giving something back and the idea of connection. It sounds like two separate words, but it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Because these type of things create a connection. Giving back yeah. does create a connection. Um, but also people listening in all on the app, Liz, bless it 12 years has done a lot but we don't expect everyone to suddenly go right for the next week <laughs> a way to set up community projects you know it's not about that it's all the small things every it's all the little things and the and, and the, what people do make the big difference um, and that's something that we kind of we want to really emphasize this week it's not about suddenly you've got to change the world today mm-hmm. but it's them smaller things you can do mm-hmm. so so talk about this week to kind of kind of get towards the kind of crux of the, the podcast really is is what are we asking them to do this week what is what do you think would be a good idea or we're asking them to do for these next few days uh, that, that kind of links the giving um and the, the sense of community and connection okay so yeah we what i'd like people to think about and um i think a lot of people do this already and i think possibly that's because of the people that are in my radar and i'm obviously surrounded by lots of people that are very generous with their time as volunteers and um and are very supportive of of the community and people around them but i'd i'd like everybody this week to think about how they can um give give something or connect with some something or someone so you know giving giving examples that don't need to cost any money a bit of time uh, you know there was an elderly gentleman in Nantwich the other day who was sat there on his own and I just said hello to him and his his face just lit up and I didn't stop long I just said hello how are you doing today and 
told him about the Nantwich buddies, actually. I'm always, always on the lookout for more clients. Uh, told him about the buddies. And, um, you know, I don't know whether that man hadn't hadn't spoken to anybody. There, There's a lot of there's a lot in the in the press about people that are lonely and isolated and and maybe haven't spoken to people for for days on end weeks on end you know from the people that we've been supporting throughout lockdown there are some people who are genuinely literally on their own they have not left their house for nine months 12 months whatever it is um their family live far away from them and just by being a good neighbor and knocking on their door and just giving a bit of your time or saying hello to somebody in the street it's so it's so valuable um it's 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 great for them so i've got a cat that is crawling all over me um and it's just so important to just just take that little bit of time because because you giving that time to somebody a complete stranger could well absolutely make their week um, and i've definitely seen that the idea of even just like because we don't want people to be overwhelmed by the oh my god what do one thing each day like it could just be making i just think it's the conscious decision like i said in previous podcasts and sunday zooms to, to like the conscious decision to do something for someone else so it could yeah. just be like smiling purposely yeah. seeing a neighbor that you just normally not ignore but just kind of just go morning and a, a genuine yeah. smile or you know give way to someone to... give way to someone in the car the amount of times i say to my husband why do you give way to him why did you not why did you not flash your lights and let that person go and he's like oh i don't know and he's yeah. just you know and even when he does do it i'm like oh well done <laughs> <laughs> little things like that we're all in we all run, run busy lives we all want to get from a to b as quickly as possible but just give give someone an opportunity to go first hold the door open for them um just yeah just look beyond your your own yeah a good one as well Liz, is to do um because we were discussing off air like all the different things people could do because there's so many it's like you could write a thousand but then people say i don't know what to do so there will be a link in the app if you are listening yeah. and, and you're on the happy happy there'll be a link to ideas don't think i don't know what to do um but even things like you know that the idea of connection and giving back just giving someone that you've not spoke to for like six months yeah a message just yeah. saying like hey up, how are you do you know what i mean and that is all it's something conscious isn't it something yeah. conscious to do ask colleagues how they're feeling ask colleagues how their week's going ask um people that don't you know phone somebody completely random connect with somebody that you haven't spoken to for six months connect to somebody you haven't spoken to for 10 years i've reconnected this during lockdown with people that i'd lost touch with from university 20 years ago and it's just been amazing we've had such lovely conversations and, and that pick up where you left off um there's, there's all sorts of things you could do. One of the things that, that's a really simple um, way of supporting the community, we, we did a, a, a drive during lockdown to collect computers. There's loads and loads of isolated, vulnerable families and, and um, kids that can't access schoolwork because they haven't got a computer. So we we collected loads of computers. We had them all um, sorted out and reprogrammed them, whatever, and given to a school. That computer was just sitting in my cupboard. It wasn't ever going to go anywhere. Um, random acts of kindness. There was a lovely little post on Facebook the other day. A girl had thanked a gentleman for paying for her shopping in the co-op because she put her card through and it didn't work and she literally didn't have any cash. And he very kindly just stepped forward and just paid for her shopping for her, which you know, I'm not saying everyone go and pay for each other's shopping, but what a lovely thing to do. And also lovely that she took the time to put on Facebook and say thank you 
to the person and that's another thing that i love about that nantwich community and the, the nantwich community page there's always people going on there you know my mum fell over and and somebody came to her help and, and i just want to say thank you to that person you bet your bottom dollar every single time that person finally gets tagged by somebody that knows oh i heard about that story and they'll find out and they'll see that that thanks has has come back to them and i think that's lovely i think that's a really nice way of connecting because the thing is, how all these weeks and the happy, happy link is that, you know, the idea is to make you feel better. And they've been proven the power of kindness, the power of giving. And I know we're kind of saying there's a fine line between, you know, giving too much yourself. And you, you, I think everyone listening will understand the difference between you giving someone too much of your time yeah. and effort and energy. That's a different type of giving to the type of giving like, you know what? I could smile at this person. I could ask mm. how they are. Mm. You know, I could... Um, you know, and it is them type of things, but what, what they've proven and through studies is the power of kindness is win-win. The person yeah. that has the kindness act is in mm -hmm. has it upon them, is mm -hmm. feels better that someone's helped. And the person that's done it feels better. So it is win-win. And, and it could be the idea of the connection, it could be the giving, it could be the random acts of kindness. It's the same ink, different yeah. pen. It's just We're the idea that you feel more connected, don't you, when you do yeah. feel, have a kindness act. Definitely. We're up to um, just over 120 volunteers now, not not all active now, because obviously some have had to give up and go back to work and such and such. But I would say I've had conversations probably with at least 50 percent of those volunteers. Over 60 people have said I get as much out of this, if not more than the person that I'm supporting. I couldn't have got through COVID without doing what I'm doing. Now we had people that were supporting for volunteering rather for 16 to 20 to 25 hours a week they, you know, they were shopping for 12 different people and every time I was like are you sure you want to do this are you sure you, you can't really take on someone no no it's fine I'm I like to be busy I can't possibly you know the, the, the other option of sitting watching telly or whatever couldn't doesn't resonate with me can't do that but I literally must have had 60 odd conversations with people who've said volunteering has got me through covid and and I'm so I'm so proud of that I'm so I'm so proud of all our our buddies that have that have stepped up and and supported their community um and got so much out of it that's that's brilliant that is it's so lovely and 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 can if you think about the links so far in the first week we were talking about gratitude things you're grateful for because that's been proven to you know to, to lift your mood and obviously celebrate the things you have got going in your life that are going well week two is about self-care the idea of you know actually giving yourself sometime filling your own cup up what makes you smile what makes you do you know things you could do to take care of yourself and that's been proven to uplift your mood and then week three is all about the idea of giving and kindness and connection they're all interlinked you know they are interlinked. there's different words but they yeah. are all interlinked and the thing is and that's something that we want to do this week because it's been proven that being kind lessens depression if you're kind to someone else it lessens depression it lifts your mood there's studies that we can link to if you're interested or i can anyway just contact the app the happy happy and i'll message you back um so let's just wrap up with what they're doing that you are on the app what people are doing this week so every day they're going to get a card pop up and and what is their task every day yeah so the task every day will be to think about how you can give back how you can pay it forward how you might have a random act of kindness how you could perhaps give somebody some time or a smile, um, how you could maybe connect with an old friend, perhaps knock on a, a, a neighbor's door, all the, th all the different things, pick up, pick up a piece of litter um, or, or 
just all sorts of things. Give somebody up, give up a car, up a car parking space if somebody's in, you know, got there just after you, but let them in. All the sorts of things that that perhaps sometimes we're too busy and we're too fast paced to stop and think. Um, I can help someone here, or I can I can be kind and, and think of others before me. That's yeah. what your that's what your tasks are for this week. We could chat all day. I was going to do a game, but I think we've already kind of overrun this one. But like the idea of like coming up with ideas each, whoever whoever stops yeah. and stutters first <laughs> is out. But yeah, like the litter picking, what a great idea. I did it for a bit during lockdown where I have time to go for a walk at litter pick. Yeah. Because when I, you know, because I'm a bit busy now, but if I do, if I do got some, I do constantly litter pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels good to do. And Tell you what's a really thing. nice act of kindness. And if anyone's listening, they can do this for me. I love being on the um, there's a Nantwich Growers group on Facebook, and if they grow some like tomato plugs or uh, cucumber plugs or whatever, they say, oh, you know, help yourselves at the end of the drive or whatever. Please, can somebody give me some things because I can't grow anything from seed. But that's the sort of thing I just think is so lovely. And if you're passing on, someone gave me last year some some courgette plants, and all through the year I was like. These are Greg's courgettes. These are Greg's. I've grown them, but he gave it. But I just think that's a lovely way of passing something on that's going to flourish and produce more and more of um, throughout the throughout the year. Amazing, and to kind of plant the seeds of kindness. Yeah. Oh, lol, lol. All right then, Liz. <laughs> it's been lovely to hear your story uh, a little bit, even I knew a little bit. It was nice to hear a bit more and actually flesh it out a little bit. Uh, next week, Keds will be back. Um, I think she's talking to me about new habits. Ooh. that's a little uh, sneaky preview oh. um, um, but yes yeah, so any questions if you are listening back then obviously you can contact myself Liz or Keds via the connections on the podcast if you are on that happy happy hopefully you're enjoying it and spreading the word so yes um, yeah. it's another task for you this week but they've all been proven to help so hopefully they will but um, thank you for being my guest Liz thank you very much for yes being my interviewer and thank you Ben for everything you've done for both the buddies and also for helping Keds and I get the uh, the happy happy going. You two have been amazing. I know the last few weeks since I started my new job, I've kind of gone very much into the background. But you know, seeing how well you two have, have really pulled things together to get this app going, I'm really really chuffed a bit. So thank you. Thank you. But I will say a lot of it's to Keds. Keds, I you know I had access to the app before, so Keds is had to learn from scratch, and she's done blooming amazing. So, um, but yes, all right then. Well, I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. <laughs> but until then, take care. Thanks, Ben. Bye, everybody. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy.